Good morning, good afternoon, good everything, and here is Dr. Brenda Shoshana returning with another episode of our Best Self Podcast. I'm delighted to be back with you today and exploring, exploring the ways in which we can bloom and become all that we really are and all that we're meant to be. You know, as I said, I think last week, the word best, not best, it's not about comparing anything worst or best. That's not what this is about. I think it's about your whole self becoming all that you are and that you've always been. So what the different topics that we look at and that we explore, try to see what it is that keeps us constricted. What is it that keeps us not feeling whole, happy, and fully alive? So the topic for today is, I think, a very important one and is connected to the one we spoke about last week. This topic, of course, we could spend quite a while on, and perhaps we will. Perhaps we'll do several sessions on it. And it is called Healing Estranged Relationships. I I find that word estranged so interesting. Estranged. A friend someone we might have been close to, someone we loved, someone we cared for, is estranged. They become a stranger. We're not connected, or it seems as if we're not connected anymore. Of course, connections are forever. It's a question of how are they manifesting in our lives and the lives of others. But it seems like, okay, we're disconnected, we're estranged, Something has happened that has not been healed. It hasn't been addressed. Or the better way to speak about it is we haven't paid attention to it. We haven't digested it. We haven't assimilated the lesson that this relationship has taught us thus far. So rather, usually when we think of the person, there might be bitterness, there might be missing the person, there might be a feeling of that we failed, inadequacy. There might be a feeling of sorrow. And that's natural. It's normal that that would be there. That's just like when you have a cut and it kind of hurts and it burns and it's telling you, oh, it hasn't healed yet. We have, maybe we need to, to pay attention to it. Maybe put some medicine on it or maybe just take care of it. So. We need to take care of it. And people will say, well, why should I bother? This relationship is over. It's gone. It's done. But if it's in a strange relationship, that's really not so. Some negative memory, thought, feeling of a wound, something is alive inside of you. And it's actually taking a toll on you, whether you know it or not. And of course, in many cases, it even prevents us from moving forward and, and entering a new relationship, a new chapter of our lives, possibly. That a strange relationship is still there. It's just unfinished. It's incomplete. You might say it's unforgiven. That's a very big word. We'll go into that more. The relationship is hiding. <laughs> It's hiding, it's, it's there, and at strange little moments we'll have a memory of it or a feeling from it will pop up again. So that's why this topic is really a beautiful topic, to heal 
our estranged relationship. Sometimes the person might even have passed away and we think, oh my goodness, this is impossible to ever work out, but that's totally not true. When one person really works it through fully, the other somehow feels it as well and something happens for both of you on this side or wherever else we go. And of course, where could we go? Here we are still in each other's hearts. So let's talk a little bit about how in the world do we heal estranged relationships? And before we go into that, though, I did want to say, of course, of course, of course, the biggest estrangement that we all really have to deal with, the biggest estranged relationship is our own estrangement from ourselves. So many of us are strangers to ourselves. We play one role, we play another role. But who are we deeply, truly, so many parts hidden, as we said last week, unwanted, rejected, so much that we just won't go near. We're really strangers to ourselves. And it's a very profound and beautiful moment when we turn that around and say, okay, let me also become a friend and acquainted, deeply acquainted with myself. You know, when we have completely let go of that estrangement from ourselves, it's actually impossible to be estranged from anyone else, from others. We just, we're not, we can't be. We can't be because we're all part of each other. And if we've come to terms and are at peace with all parts of ourselves, inevitably it will affect our relationships in the world as well. You know, there's a very famous saying in keeping with this that is something that you cannot accept in another is something in yourself that you cannot accept as well. That is a very, very profound statement, and we can't repeat it too often, over and over, to think about it, because often we'll fight our battles with somebody else. Oh, they're this way, they're that way. I, I don't want them, I don't like them. But in a sense, there it's just a projection of something we absolutely cannot accept in ourselves, or that we cannot manage to express in ourselves. Lots of parts of ourselves we just keep so hidden and unwilling to feel, acknowledge, and express. So here is this beautiful process. Now this is time we decide to heal our estranged relationships, to make peace. And as we do so, we, of course, of course, we regain so much energy that has been subtly drained from us by this estrangement. And estrangement is a wound, it really is, that keeps taking and draining our unconscious energy and enthusiasm and well-being and even our willingness to love. It drains it away. So let's go now for a few steps. We'll start, and you know I'm going to continue this next week as well so we don't have to rush because there's a lot to go over here. And it's important. So just to begin with, write down 
write down on a piece of paper. I always, as you know, like to give exercises to do along with these concepts so we can make them real in our lives. Write down perhaps someone who you feel estranged from or in a strange relationship. You may not even think, I, I don't want to heal this. Many times you think, no, I don't want to heal this. I don't want this relationship again. Well, you don't want it again the way it was, of course. And just because you heal it, by the way, does not mean you have to resume it. You'll just be healing a lot of the upset and the energy drain inside of you. Or perhaps you do want the relationship. Perhaps you would love if it could be different. That's possible too. When you're different, everything is different. So we take one step at a time. And the first step, of course, is to take a look. Don't run around and run away from it. You know, somebody said to me the other day, oh, this person ghosted me. And I thought that's such an interesting phrase because we ghost ourselves as well. We don't stop, sit down and take a look. And that's what we're going to do right here today. Okay, and as I said before, you have to ask yourself, can a relationship ever <laughs> really end? It can become complete which is a beautiful moment, is complete. Whatever had to be given was given. Whatever had to be received was received. Whatever had to be said was said. Whatever had to be learned was learned. So when a relationship is estranged, we haven't yet learned the wonderful teaching and lesson that this person came to bring. Now that's an amazing point. Just take a look at that. Dwell with that. It's a whole different way to think about the estrangement. Oh my goodness, this is an opportunity that I haven't yet grasped. This is a chance for me to grow. It's a chance for me to learn to love. Very different way of thinking about it. <laughs> than to say, oh, this was a horrible person, this has happened, he's a failure, I'm a failure, we're all of that stuff that we do again and again and again. Okay, now take one of the people on your list or that you think of, or even to your own self, and say to yourself, what needs to be said to this person? What do I need to say to this person and write it down. Just write it down. We're going to just look at it, meditate with it, dwell on it. Now, of course, the first thing that comes out for some might be anger. Well, you did this to me. You did that to me. Whatever comes out, comes out. Write it down. Step one. What needs to be said? By the way, there's often, in response to this question, a lot of blame that comes up. How somebody disappointed you, how they hurt you how they didn't meet your needs and your expectations, on and on. Write it down. We can't pretend that that's not there because often that is there and it's fueling the pain that we feel. Until we look at that carefully and until we see how limited that way of looking at things is, we cannot get past it right away. So just write down what needs to be said. Maybe, on the other hand, what needs to be said is, I'm sorry. I really, people, it's very painful to ask for forgiveness, to say, I'm really sorry 
very painful. People feel when they do that, they're admitting defeat or failure. They did something horrible, but actually it's such an act of beauty and courage. It's an act of love to yourself as well as someone else because often we will blame and blame and blame the other person because we don't want to feel the remorse or we don't want to feel that we did something perhaps to hurt someone else as well. It's easier to blame and look for ways in which we were and are the victim. You know, sadly enough, this whole identity of being a victim is very popular these days, of course, and probably always in one form or another. It can become very often the outcome of an estranged relationship. We think, oh my goodness, I'm the victim, they did this, that, on and on and on and on. When we begin to try to heal the estranged relationship, we have to really take a moment and realize how detrimental playing the role of a victim is to us, to us. If you're going to identify as a victim of someone else or a situation, automatically, automatically, you're taking your own power, your own strength, and your own beauty away. You're saying, well, I'm a victim. I had no way, I had no part in this. This wasn't anything that I had anything to do with. I'm blameless. The other one is full of blame. Now, the, actually, the truth is, it's so nice to remove blame completely. When we can remove blame completely, we can just look more carefully and more closely at the dance that we did with the other and the dance, the pattern that we played. Actually, it's the pattern that we played that caused the pain to us. And both people in a relationship take roles in that dance. Just for now, it's useful to put aside the labels. He's good. I'm, he's bad. I'm good. I'm good. He's bad. Bad and good. It's, it's useful to put that aside if we want to really heal from this and take a bigger point of view. And by bigger, I don't mean that it, that's small as opposed to large. I mean to take a different perspective on the whole situation. I, I want, you know, in, when, when you do family therapy, which is a very beautiful form of therapy with the entire family comes to a therapist, everyone in it is hurting in a different kind of way. And a family therapist will say, well, they don't, look at one person or another necessarily as the patient but they'll say is the whole system the whole way of interacting in the family is the patient that's what the problem is and that's what needs to be addressed or healed i love that because it takes a bigger look at the whole situation rather than pinning the blame on yourself or on someone else. So I guess the very first step here, and I, I have so many steps, so we're going to work on this week by week, and I'm happy to do so. Especially as the end of the year is coming, holiday season is coming, many holidays, all kinds of holidays, including 
religious holidays, Thanksgiving holiday, Christmas holiday, New Year holiday. We're approaching the time when we're going to be dealing with a lot of people in our family. And usually that's where many, many estranged relationships lurk in the corners. So what? Okay, so let's go back. We have to stop soon. It's almost time. But let's go back for a moment. What needs to be said to the person? Write it down. Just write it down. Don't judge it. Don't jump out and run and say, okay, I'm going to say it now. No, no, give it time. This process is a, is a meditation as well. It's a becoming aware first. And as you become aware and integrate and digest the steps, the appropriate action will happen naturally for you at the appropriate time. Maybe what needs to be said or needed to be said was simply, I love you. That's very also very hard for people to say. There's no blame here in the fact that you couldn't say it or that they couldn't say it to you. What we're going to do as we meditate upon it, write it down, dwell upon it, is we're sort of putting a cloud of peace. Time out. We're putting a big time out. <laughs> over the whole situation and allowing it to come to awareness and to gently shift. It will shift by itself. There's one other question I want to give you before I stop for today because it's very important when the resistance to doing it comes up and the question is to dwell upon how will I grow if I do heal this estranged relationship? What will be the precious gifts available for me and for the others as well? Very beautiful question, very important question. We don't really see the benefit in healing the estranged relationship. We think there's a benefit to holding on to the anger. There isn't. And as we do that, we will see. So we're going to have to stop for today, but it's been wonderful, wonderful starting this exploration with you. Um, there, I have actually a longer uh, audiobook available calling Healing Estranged Relationships, and you can get it through this same website, bestselfbooks.com. If you want to write to me, if you have any questions, I'm delighted to communicate with you. You can reach me at top speaker at yahoo.com and I do love receiving your emails so keep them coming please and I will be back next week I also want to let you know I'm going to be offering a wonderful uh, workshop in person on Sunday October 6th in Manhattan we only have room for about 12 it's a very it's the beginning of a whole wonderful workshop program calling and it's called making your life into a zen koan it's a whole different way of of working with problems and relationships and uh, Zen play acting Zen so if you're interested in finding out more about that you again you can just contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com it will be the first of many uh, in that program okay so thank you thank you for listening and and take take some time to work on this healing of a strange relationships and allowing your life to open and to bloom Again, thank you for being here today. It's Brenda Shoshana signing off.